0: All right. Well, welcome to the Shantae Golson Show, where every entrepreneur and C-level and above executive come to find inspiration, motivation and information on how to excel their productivity as a result of burnout, overwhelm stress. And so we have a uh, guest on today in which we would like to honor uh, is Mr. Brandon Turner. And he's here today to talk about what he does in our lane and helping us to recover. So welcome, Brandon. How are you today?
1: I'm doing well. How are you? Thank you for having me.
0: I'm great. Absolutely not a problem. So All right, so Brandon is gonna tell us uh, a little more about himself. And Brandon, he writes for a weekly newsletter and we're gonna uh, have him tell us a little more about this newsletter and how he contributes to the world of burnout and productivity. And so Brandon, tell us a little bit more about your newsletter as well as more about what you do.
1: Thank you so much, uh, by the way. Um, My newsletter is called Recipes for Business and it's a weekly newsletter about how to build a business that can run without you whenever you need it to. I used to write operating procedures for businesses Mm -hmm. and help them manage their workflow. I quickly turned this into a business called GetSOPs.com. I created my own systems, and then I hired a small team to run the operation in my place. Mm -hmm. So this freed up my time to start the Recipes for Business newsletter in August of 2020. Mm -hmm. So I could share what I learned from clients and client experiences.
0: Mm -hmm. And so, you know, having your business run on automation is superior, especially if you're wanting to scale because you don't have to touch small elements within the business, which then causes more stress because it's more to do, more processes and et cetera. So I understand how this is a high regard for business owners. And so the recipes for business, I imagine that that's more so uh, talking about the things that you've learned from clients, the application that you have from your career, and maybe putting it together to solve problems. Is that kind of where you go? Or tell us where you go with this newsletter.
1: That's exactly right. It's a combination of all of those things. What I learned to get to this point, meaning to get from burnout, to mm-hmm. the point where you're not burned out, where you have those hours of your life back, it's a journey and
0: yeah. there
1: are phases of that journey. And I didn't, I had to find this out the hard way, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I'm grateful to go on the journey because now I'm able to give people a roadmap, not yeah. just past and existing clients, but you know anybody who's dealing with it allows me to cast a wider net and share what me and clients learn together throughout the journey.
0: Yeah, I think there is very important to have experts out there that know what they're saying that has experienced this because we have a lot of, unfortunately, um, I'm going to say respectfully imposters. Yes. Right? Who's just trying to find a niche and and to put their hands in that niche. But it's, it's something different when you've really experienced burnout. Brendan, burnout is much more than stress. It is much more than overwhelm. I'm wondering What's your take on burnout? How do you describe it? What does it look like, or what did it look like for you?
1: It's when I woke up and had that realization that I don't have enough hours in the day, mm-hmm. and that that can kind of that kind of oversimplifies it. But really, you've got your hands on so many things, it feels like, and I know that was the case for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was wearing too many hats, and I wanted to move into that CEO role where I kind of I'm. Like the, i've got my hands on everything because you know nobody can do it as good as me mm-hmm. and you know this is my baby and you know i, I just want to i, I want to see it all the way through well i mean you you get to the point where you're spending too much energy on all of these things and there's only so much you can give especially since we have the same 24 hours in a day right know? so it, it was that was it for me when i was like i need more hours but i can't get more hours like and mm-hmm. i can't i can't get unstuck you know, so that was, that's burnout for me.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people utilize stuck, paralyzed and so many other uh, words of description for burnout. You know, you're right, we, can, we only have so much time. And when you have fear of delegating, then you have the promise of staying miniature.
1: Yes, absolutely, amen to that, absolutely.
0: So let's talk about a little bit about your background. Uh, I know that you were writing policies and et cetera. And so how did that experience help you, I guess, execute in this business that you have?
1: Well, it, it, the, the way that it helped me has to do with how I started doing it in the first place, if right. that makes any sense. So right. I'm an IT guy turned entrepreneur. Right. Um, I read a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad when mm-hmm. I was a teenager, and it changed my life. Rich Dad Poor Dad is a book about it, it basically teaches what the rich teach their kids about money right. that the poor and the middle class don't
0: mm-hmm.
1: because the poor and the middle class can't because they weren't taught those things. Right. right. So that book changed my life. So ever since then, I worked full time, but I ran a side business on nights and weekends. Okay. So one night I realized I had started a pattern. And it's the same pattern a lot of us get into when we start our businesses. Most of us, including me, don't see this pattern, though, until it's too late, or we're just trapped inside it with no way out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that pattern was doing everything myself. You know, so in my business, I was the sales guy. I was the customer service guy. Yeah. I was the IT guy. I was the accountant. I was the janitor. I was the legal counsel, all these different things. Mm-hmm. and. I didn't realize I was wearing all of these hats until I realized what little time I had left in the day. And like I said before, since I had the same 24 hours in a day as everyone else, something had to change, but sacrificing more sleep, which we all do was no longer an option. So meanwhile, at my full-time job, we had this checklist to Uh track our nightly procedures. Uh So I would complete a task. Somebody would review it and put their initials on the checklist somebody else would complete a task and I would review it and put my initials on the checklist.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, a few weeks in, it hit me. I need a checklist for my business Yeah, because that way, if I ever do hire help, they'll know exactly what to do the way that I do it. And the results will be just the same. Right. Kind of like a recipe. Right. So I wrote one of my business activities, one of my processes out on a sheet of paper, step one, step two, step three, and through the power of the internet, I hired somebody on Facebook and I sent them that sheet of paper. I scanned it, send it to them. Well, a week later, $50 later, and hours of freed up time later, that task got completed yeah. almost to perfection without me touching it. You know, So it was like, not only did I just create a job for somebody, right. but I got my time back in the process. So I go at this for a few months and I'm like, what if I do this for other businesses? Mm-hmm. So that's how I got into it. And that's how I learned how to apply that for clients going forward.
0: Okay. All right. And yeah, and a lot of business owners need it uh, bad because their operations are not uh, clear enough, even for themselves. And that's the step one. Understand your operations, understand what your business needs in order to build up to these processes. So Brandon, when we talk about alleviating stress, burnout, when we talk about being overwhelmed in our business, how do you, what what do you use to um, reduce your stress, to make sure you don't hit burnout again and overwhelm?
1: It was a series of habits that got me to burnout in the first place. So I had to change those habits. To change those habits, I learned to do an exercise. Okay. And in this exercise, your goal is to create three separate lists. Mm -hmm. You're creating a to-do list, a to-delegate list, and a to-do away with list. Mm -hmm. And here's how you create these lists. Whenever you have to do something in your business, one of your processes or something, you ask yourself one of three questions. Is this process something I enjoy doing? You answer yes or no to that question based on how you feel about it. Right. The next question I ask is, is this process income generating? Obviously revenue and cash flow is the lifeblood of our business. So that's got to be something that you consider when you, when you do something, when you take on something. And then the last question I ask is, is this process an obligation?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My answers to those three questions determine my course of action. They determine what, 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 uh, which of my activities goes on my to-do list mm-hmm. or my to-delegate list or my to do away with list. And later on I can um, share how there's some worksheets that you can download to make this exercise easier. But this is the exercise I did to start, start the journey that I was talking about.
0: For those that are in a CEO and or a small business role, a lot of times it's very difficult to, difficult as a result of the mindset of having to do everything to identify what's important versus not because they put everything in tier one. Yes. So the yes. Is when we get to the third question that you asked, how do you help your clients to understand how to shift from their old mindset to, to even ask them, sales that question to get a real answer. Does that make sense to you?
1: It, it does make sense. I, one of my favorite books that I read over the years is called The One Thing the
0: one by thing? Jay
1: Papasan and Gary Keller. The One Thing. And The One Thing taught me two things. You need to ask yourself this question. What, what, is, what can I do such that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary? What should I focus on that makes everything else easier? How do Mm -hmm. I pinpoint that? How do I search and look for that? And one of the things that you can do is, so for example, when you make your to-do list, I use time blocking. For those unfamiliar, time blocking is the act of setting an appointment with yourself to do something, to get something done. And you treat this appointment like you do a doctor's appointment or lunch with friends and family. Right. Nobody can disturb you during this time. It could be 30 minutes, an hour, whatever. But if somebody needs to get with you, they can get with you before or after this time block, this mm-hmm. appointment mm-hmm. that helps you identify what that one thing is. What's this thing that I can do in my business that takes it to the next level for you? That could be marketing for you. That could be uh, customer support for you. That could be the accounting. Maybe you need to get your money right in your business. Maybe you need to tie up something on the legal side or whatever. But finding out what that one thing is is what helped me navigate better. And then everything else became noise. I know it's urgent. It all it's all it's all urgent and it's all burning. But when you think about it, there's a difference between urgent and important. Right. Urgent's a step above important. Mm -hmm. So really, what what actually is the most urgent? The important stuff will still be there for you, but knowing your one thing and doing that exercise, that's, that's how you get that started and start feeling a little relief.
0: Okay, and, and you know I imagine that that has to come with consistency in order to feel safe within that space because you're changing a habit. Uh, you're yes. doing things that you hadn't done before and letting go is a process all in itself. So yes. when you're talking about the role uh, of systems and processes and how they play in setting us free, Uh, What role do they, I I guess, uh, what is this role component that you talk about in regards to this?
1: Think about how your systems and your processes are like recipes for your business. Uh They have ingredients, amounts, and instructions. Mm
0: -hmm. Well,
1: if your recipes are documented or on paper, you can hand them to anyone and get the exact same dish every time. Okay. Okay it's kind of like if you go to a restaurant and you want to have your favorite dish, mm-hmm. but you decide you want to make that at home.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: to make it at home, you got to get the recipe. Well, how do you get the recipe? Well, the person who makes your dish either has to put it in a video so you can watch it while you're in the kitchen at home or put it in a cookbook so you can flip to it while you're in the kitchen, making it
0: mm-hmm. the same
1: applies to the processes in your business. They're the recipes for how your business works and you want other chefs making those dishes. Mm-hmm. freeing you up to do what's more productive, maybe what makes you happier for you. That could be the vacation that you've never been on for you. That could be family time for you. That could be some other key driver in your business. So when you identify your recipes, document them and hand them to somebody else and let them take the wheel, they're going to get the same results. You would, Yeah. but you don't have to do the work. And here comes those extra hours that you never thought were possible.
0: Yeah. Okay. And that's where you talk about the best way to get more hours and to free up your extra time is handing those recipes over to another chef. Yes, absolutely. Now, one question that I have for a lot of people are that I've learned uh, are not aware of virtual assistants and things of that particular sort. So what's your way of locating this chef?
1: So the first thing that I have to identify is I have to make those three lists that I described, my to-do list, my to-delegate list, my to-do away with list. Okay. Once I have my to-delegate list, my next step is to document my recipes. What are the things on my list? And then what's the recipe for the things on my list? Okay. Once I have that recipe, the next step is let me go find a chef. Wow. So there is actually, we have a, um, we have a, so a lot of the things that I'm talking about are free on the recipes for business newsletter, the recipes for business newsletter is free, okay. but we do have a paid program that actually shows you where to go find these chefs, mm-hmm. how to negotiate pay with these chefs. How do you communicate with these chefs? How do you set up the work, their work schedule? How do you track their performance? All of these types of questions that you don't know to ask right. <laughs> all of those things get covered but I do emphasize that we have to take it a a phase at a time because it's a journey we're going on and it's not a switch that we're flipping.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the journey consists of mindset shifting and that's what I teach uh, to be able to complete the list effectively and to learn to delegate and then learn to create your list and then learn to find your chef is what I'm understanding your process is to be. And thereby, you're right, it is something that starts with the individual and not the idea of what the individual want, right? Because the idea of what the individual want, they've had for quite some time. And, this, and their standard operating procedure that's not working for them, that was their answer for that. So-, right. so- just need to hear new information be exposed to new things and that's where your worksheets come in at so how do people get your worksheets
1: they visit you visit recipesforbusiness.com and you can sign up for free that go, that does two things within 6 days of signing up you can download these worksheets the worksheets mm-hmm. are free but it makes it allows you to type in or write in this exercise this do it delegate it do away with it okay. and you can make your three lists Also, it gives you access to the weekly newsletter where we talk about the next phase and Mm -hmm. then the next phase after that, so on and so forth. So recipesforbusiness.com. Okay.
0: So you're dripping the ingredients to them.
1: Yeah. Yes. I don't. I hated drinking through a fire hose myself. That's not how it worked for me. (laughs) And I find that that's not how it works for any of us.
0: Okay. All right. Is there anything else? I know that you we've talked about the next step and how do we get started. Is there anything else you want to add to how we get started? I know we go to your website, recipeforbusiness.com. We sign up for free. Uh, and then we'll able to get this information. Any other way that we can start by
1: yes the process? I, yes, I'd like to um uh I'd like to share a, a, a warning or a, a basically, because I know that you touched on, of course, mindset, and that's one of the things that you really help people immerse themselves in and understand the mindset part. This is not going to be simple. If it was simple, then obviously none of us would have any stress. Mm -hmm. So I I challenge you that when you create your to-do list, your to-delegate list, and your to-do away with list, probably the most difficult part of that is the to-do away with list. Mm -hmm. Because you're gonna be getting rid of stuff that might be near and dear to your heart. So, this isn't, now we're not talking about tactical or strategy anymore. We're talking about emotional and psychological. Mm -hmm. And that's really something that you'll want to, um, that's really something that you'll want to understand that this is going to be part of escaping this trap. Escaping this trap is going to be, is changing your mindset in that way. So, this exercise is very strategic and tactical, but just know that you're going to have to, you're going to have to, work on yourself on the inside a little bit, too, with that, so.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, you know, we can kind of look at it as creating an atmosphere in your day to be able to work through these discomforts because anything new is uncomfortable, but the more you do it, the more it feels comfortable. So the consistency in the activity is what is going to be important and making room for that to say, this is what I'm going to do and I'm gonna to learn to be disciplined with it is important. Exactly, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. So Brandon, how can we uh, touch bases with you on social media? Where should we go? Uh, to hang out with you.
1: So I wanted to keep that simple. So when you visit recipesforbusiness.com, you can also connect on my social media. You'll okay. just scroll down. You can see my Facebook, my LinkedIn, and the Recipes for Business YouTube channel.
0: Okay. Well, wonderful, guys. Go ahead and pick up the uh, recipe. Uh, learn to find your shelf. So recipeforbusiness.com. We appreciate Mr. Turner for being here and dropping some wisdom on us. Go ahead and take care of that. Uh putting on your to do list to go. Both- website when you have an opportunity. And so thank you very much, Brandon, for being here. We're going to end the show. But listen, audience, make sure that you take heed to these particular things because having an effective to-do list is very important. It keeps you stabilized during your day, especially when those times come when you can't focus, you can't concentrate, and your, your brain is just going everywhere and then you're lost in the shuffle. So always have something, a roadmap on the side. And Brandon is talking about this roadmap that will help you to be more productive. So I want you to make it a good day. We'll see you next Thursday. Make sure you tune in to the YouTube channel, Shantae Golson International Consulting Firm. Also check us out on all podcast distributions. Make it a great day. Bye for now. <laughs> Mm-hmm, hmm, mm-hmm,